Back to the Homeland Sports Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sanders. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. Joining me today is my co-host, as always, Brandon Olson, who you can find on Twitter at Brandon. Ol- nope, <laughs> at WNS underscore Brandon. That's not accurate. All right, <laughs> at Brandon. Go shout out him. I don't know who has that account. It's probably some rando. He just got real lucky. Yeah, he's definitely getting a ton of followers from this. Yeah, he's, uh, I'm looking it up. Maybe it's no one that, uh, you should try and buy it off of him. Brandon Griffiths, enjoyer of craft beer, bourbon, Vegas, sneakers, gadgets, Android, movies, and television. I think he has all of those followers only because of the name. Absolutely. I'm going to look at one of his tweets. And see if it's just someone being like, oh, hey, give me your... Obama follows him. (laughs) Obama trying to get that at. I I clicked followers and the first name is Obama. (laughs) (laughs) I don't follow Obama, so... Me neither, apparently. Do you not? No. Obama did not show up for me. Shout out Obama, though. He follows a lot of people, I know that. I'll just follow him for an easy follow back and then unfollow. Obama follows 606.7 thousand people. Oh, I thought he doesn't follow me. Do you think he uses his Twitter feed? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. It has to be literally impossible. <laughs> um, it's been a while since me and you have just like sat down and talked about a topic. And yeah. I, I was wondering, it was March 22nd was the last time. So uh, it was the last time we just, like, just talked like, like, yeah, without, having, like, a, without having, like, interviews or a mock yeah. draft or anything. Yeah, it was March 22nd. Um, I, no, I still think that was actually, like, a mock draft. Uh, so, who knows? I just, I just, just, it's been a while. That's all I know. Yeah, no, the last, not March twenty first. Yeah, was our was our last one. Um, that wasn't like a mock draft or anything. You're talking about free agency. Uh, Jesus, all right, that was a long time ago. All right. Yeah, uh, it's been a while because we've just been doing a lot of draft stuff. Um. So today, we just kind of have like a fun little mailbag episode. We were trying to figure out what to do, and we sent out a mailbag and got a bunch of questions, so we will just do that for our episode. How's that sound, Brandon? Yeah, let's get it. All right, and so we had a couple of people send in questions. Um, the first person we have is Alex Katzen on Twitter, at Alex Katzen. And, uh, yeah, he has asked us three questions. The first one being, who are the your least fa- favorite and least favorite draft class? So, Brandon, who's your favorite draft class? Uh, nice phone notification. You had to go up there. Uh, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Honestly, I'll say that my favorite draft class is probably the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, they didn't draft a ton of players that I'm a huge fan of, but they drafted guys that are going to be starters for them fairly early. And, I mean pretty much every single one of their picks can be a starter for them within a year or two. So, I mean, you gotta, you can't really fault that. So, I love their draft, what they did. They addressed their needs. They got, they did what needed to be done. Yeah, um, my favorite, my personal favorite was probably the Bills, just because they drafted a bunch of players mm-hmm. I really, really like. <laughs> but, uh, the best draft class, um, Probably the the Ravens always draft well. Um, the Ravens like just straight up took like just the best player available no matter what. Yeah, which is what and they always do. A ton do. of great guys falling, and uh, they just got really lucky. 
Um, because they had yeah, as basically, I'd say probably I think the Ravens had the best draft. And so you had your least favorite draft. Um, my least favorite is going to be the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, it's just like they had seven picks. Three of their first four went to receiver. Two of them went to corner. And it's just like they took the same guy at corner. Like they took Damon Arnett and Amik Robertson just three rounds apart. Um, um uh, well they they kinda they spent one on a on a running back because Lynn Bowden's playing running Lynn back. Lynn Bowden, there. yes, is playing running back. Still, I don't like it. Yeah. I I don't like it at all. <laughs> My least favorite was probably the Packers. Hate that. Hate that you said that. What? Why? Just because they drafted Josiah Aguara? No, they just I they uh, in a. I mean, I don't. It's not even because of Jordan Love. It's just they in, an, in a historically deep wide receiver class. They just didn't draft Aaron Rodgers any help. I get that. The reason I didn't pick the Packers is because they clearly went into the into this draft with a specific mindset, and they went and they addressed what they like felt they needed to. They want to run the ball clearly. So who'd they get? A bruising back AJ Dillon, blocking tight end. But Guara. yeah, they didn't even need AJ Dillon because they have they have Aaron Jones, who's far better than AJ Dillon. And that's that's fine, but that's what they wanted. Um. They drafted three offensive linemen in a row at one point. I just, I just think that they went out there with a game plan to build for the future and to build to run, and they went and did that successfully. So that's why I don't hate on their draft as much as most people. Well, I just, well, I admire that they stuck to their plan. I just didn't like their plan. <laughs> oh, you know, I wouldn't have done it at all. At all, I would not. I'm not advocating for that. I'm just saying though that they had a game plan. They went out. They addressed it and. I I gotta respect it. I mean, yeah, they stuck to their guns. The only whether or not it works out. The only two of their picks that I would have made at that spot was Jake Hansen and Jonathan Garvin. I like Josiah Deguara, um, but I just I don't know. I I, I'm, I told you like a little bit before the draft, like a couple of days before the draft, I was like I I would take him in like the third. I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Um. I just also think there were better tight ends available. Crackhead. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm fine with, and I'm fine with how it played out because the Saints got Adam Troutman, and I'm all I'm all about that. But uh, yeah, I just was not a fan of their of their draft at all. Um, others I, I mean, would, I, others I, would be I, the Patriots. Oh, I don't even know what the hell they were doing. The Patriots uh, is also another very very bad draft. Um. Yeah, and oh, don't even get me started on the Kyle Duggar pick. I don't. Uh, uh, nope. <laughs> I, Brandon is not a fan of, of Kyle Duggar. Their first three picks were just like Kyle Van Noy, basically, with uh, Duggar, <laughs> Chain Jennings, and then they took Asiasi and Dalton Keene back to back, which is like, and neither of them are particularly good tight ends to begin with. So you traded up for Dalton Keene, especially. is like, yikes. Then they took a white supremacist right after that. So, you know, not great. <laughs> not ideal. Um, uh, Devin Asiasi is not bad. Uh, he's good at everything all around, but again, I wouldn't have taken him where they took him and then immediately traded up for another tight end. Um, a significantly worse tight end. Uh, than the ones available. <laughs> um, I don't... I don't hate the Kyle Duggar pick as much as you. I like Josh Uche. Um, wasn't a huge fan of Anthony Jennings, but uh, even then, they didn't need him there. That um, That's probably my favorite pick of theirs, and I don't even think it was that great of a pick. Um, my <laughs> favorite pick was probably Michael Onwenu at, yes, at 182. I like, I like him. Um, hated the Cash Maluia pick. Um... Hated the Justin Rollwasher pick. 
just because there were better kickers available, and you know he's a. <laughs> yeah, that's just yeah. because of that reason. Um, I don't. I just don't believe <laughs> believe his story. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, no, I had no idea. Yeah, all right, horse shit, buddy. I'll I'll call bull on it. Um, all right, and then the second question. Uh, from Alex is is Trey Lance the best football player to ever live? And if you ask Draft Twitter, yes. <laughs> um, but no. Yeah. But, but you know, I answer this is <clears throat> and no, like not at all, not even a little bit. Uh, um, okay, so I will say I watched I watched Trey Lance today. I watched all the film available for him. Um, he's exciting, um, but I will say I cannot be excited about him until he plays somebody so the september 12th game against oregon is gonna be huge i'm gonna be watching it watching every second of it um because he has the stuff to be good but i just need more than one season yeah and against better talent i feel like he's already one of those guys where like people just want to be on his hype train so bad just the chance that he does work out and he does be ama- and he does become amazing mm-hmm. that everybody just like wants to be like oh I-, I told you i had him i told you and it's like not everyone can be that guy i think he's great but i don't think he's better than justin fields at all I don't think he's no, gonna be QB I, one or two. No, I, he is definitely as of right now. I will say he is my QB uh, three. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm nothing against him. He's I just closer think, to Jamie Newman for me than he is to Justin Fields. Yeah, I just think right now everybody just wants to join in on the hype on the uh, hype train and just be like, oh, yep, I, I was there all along, and it's like, all right, well keep that same energy when you're wrong i don't have to tell you yeah um i want him to do well he he's he's super fun to watch it was just i don't know i'm gonna look i'm gonna look at the uh the the bison uh schedule for 2020 this is this is who they played they played butler uh north dakota delaware uc davis illinois state northern iowa missouri state south dakota state youngstown state western illinois south dakota Southern Illinois and Nichols. Oh, Nichols, Illinois State again, and Montana State. Okay, so so no, so no, yeah, no. The best they team might they, as well be playing my college, and my college doesn't have a football team. The best um, team that they played was James Madison. Um, yeah, the best defense he probably played was probably Southern Illinois. I I will not disrespect James Madison, but I will say. That if that's the best team you're playing, not great. Yeah. Um. So that game versus Oregon is going to be huge for him. Um. Let me see. I want to see if they do. They have like game stats for him. I don't know. It's harder to find because it's a small school. Dakota State versus. Because I want to see what he did against Northern Illinois, who has a good, who had a good secondary at least. Southern, uh, S- Southern Illinois. That's what I meant. Definitely not Northern. <laughs> Definitely not Northern. Southern Illinois. Um, game summary, uh, box score. Do they have it? All right. So versus Southern Illinois, he went thirteen of twenty-three for one hundred and forty-six yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, look, and he has a great arm, great mo- uh, mobility. He was super young. I just don't buy it yet. This Watch, this is going to be like Chase Young with us last year. Like, we just need to see more. And we, ni- and we did. And we, and we saw more. And we did need to see more. So, yeah. I mean, I want Trey Lance to do well. It's just, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not jumping on yet. Yeah, no, no shot. Um, he's still he's he's probably QB three for me, and close to Jamie Newman, who I like a lot. Um, and then so, um, 
which looks better so this is also from alex alex katzen which looks which looks better so far 2021 big 12 safeties or big 10 wide receivers so go off Uh, go off and list list the best big 12 safeties i know you're excited about this big 12 safety class uh okay so this year we've got trayvon morg and our darius washington both from tcu Mm-hmm. Uh, Colby Harvell Peel from Oklahoma State is a monster. Caden Stearns, BJ Foster, both from Texas. Um, Greg Eisworth, of course, Iowa State. Been been loving him for a couple years now. So super stoked that he's a senior. He has no choice but to come out now. Um, yeah, yeah. Now he's got. Now he's got to come into the NFL. I'm ready for it. Uh, Trey Sterling from Oklahoma State. Pat Fields from Oklahoma. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty much, those are the top guys that we got, but uh, yeah, I'll take them over. Let's see. I'll, 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 I'll read off the, the big 10 wide receivers. Um, let's see. So we have Rondell Moore, Chris Olave, uh, Rashad Bateman, um, uh, Nico Collins. I'm trying to th- see, think about who all we have this year. I'm probably forgetting someone. Um, Kendrick Pryor, Danny Davis, um, Wap, Wap Fillier, Wap Fillier, <laughs> JD Spielman, um, hmm, yeah, Amir Smith Marset, Amir Smith Marset, um, well, I've like since a freshman watching Noah Fant, I was like, damn, <laughs> he is fast, yeah, uh. I mean, I'm easily taking the Big 12 safeties. Um, I think the Big 10, the top guys in the Big 10 wide receiver group is better, but overall, I think the safety class is better. And for, yeah, for the Big 12 safeties. I think the top guy in the Big 10 at Rondell Moore is better. <laughs> I mean, but I, I like I, Chris Olave. That's fine, but he's not as good as Trayvon Morg or our Darius Washington. Or or Caden Stearns. I don't care. I'm all in on this Big Twelve safety class. All right. I got a year to talk them up. Yes, you do. And talk them up you will. Um Hey look, I like our days is not gonna come out this year, is he? I think he could. I mean he could he he's allowed to, but I don't know if he if No, he like I think it's reasonable that he might. Do you think he's gonna play safety in the NFL? He's a small boy, but you know he's good. I don't care. Trey, uh, fucking Quandre. D- wow, there we go. Dropping f bombs. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Quandre Diggs does. So he's moved around between corner safety, but Seattle he plays primarily safety, and Ardarius can do the same thing. Quandre Diggs has to be bigger than Ardarius Washington, though. God, that was terrible. Uh, yeah, he's a little bit bigger. Uh, he's five nine, two hundred. Ardarius is listed at 5'8", 175. Yep, and he's got a year until the draft, so I'm, I'm not worried about it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I like them. I like The TCU uh, secondary is very, very good. Um, All right, and then so the next person that sent us some questions was Matt Bowen at A1 ClaySTUP44 uh, on Twitter. Which rookie running back will have the biggest fantasy impact I think the answer is easy here. It's, yeah, you could say it. It's 2020 LSU Tiger National Champion Clyde Edwards Elaire. Yeah. Um, um he's going to have he's not going to be facing stacked boxes at all. He's going to be used in the passing game and on He's going to play a very historically very good quickly. offense. <laughs> he's going to play very very quickly. Uh, he's going to fill a role in that Andy Reid offense uh, very well. Um, I think he's going to he's going to have an impact early and often. Yeah, absolutely. But who would who would because I feel like that's an obvious one. Who do you think it would be uh, outside of that? I get if I couldn't pick Clyde, who would I pick? Yeah, I'd probably click Jonathan Taylor, maybe Cam Akers. Um, I don't know about Cam. I know Jonathan Taylor is going to be. Zach Moss might. I feel like he, I feel like he could find the field 
quickly in Buffalo. Oh, uh, you know, I think it might be J.K. Dobbins. Mm-hmm. With the Ravens, he's just going to have such a good offensive line in front of him. And he's just going to be able to plow through people. Um, yeah. Uh, did J.J. Taylor ever sign anywhere? Yeah, J.J. Patriots. Taylor is a Patriot. Yeah, Patriots. All right, and then, so, the next question he asks is, thoughts on Tua wearing number one? Um, I'll be honest, when I was making the Madden class, I was, like, Googling, like, team's rookie numbers, and... If there wasn't a post with just all the numbers, I would just go on Wikipedia and I would type in that player's name and usually it has their number. Um, Tua's number was marked as number one on like Sunday morning when I was working on the draft class. So it's not really news to me. I kind of thought he was wearing it and I tend to not make a big deal about jersey numbers. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of thought it was already known, given that I saw it on his Wikipedia three days ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it's. I mean, it's fine. Uh, obviously, he couldn't wear thirteen. And why is that? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean. Some I know some Dolphins fans wanted him to take it. Like, wasn't yeah, I don't know. Did you see the stat that uh in college Tua was only hit seventy seven times and got hurt three of those times? And last year alone Fitzpatrick was hit like over a hundred and twenty. Mm-hmm. So it's just like someone was just like, Oh, like I think it was Mike Renner from PFF. He was just like yeah, I would not put Tua on that field until we know the O-line is good. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't expect him to play early. Yeah, but I mean, you also probably shouldn't take a guy at five overall if he's made of paper. Just the thought. Well, that's another pick that uh, Brandon is very outwardly not a fan of. Not at all. Not even a little. I'd rather have Andrew Thomas at four than Tua at five. <laughs> <laughs> um the next question comes from Josh Josh Headland on Twitter at Headland's handle. Um he says given the recent news of Frank Gore re-signing, uh have you watched any of Frank Jr.? If so, what are his uh uh what are NFL prospects? Um I've not watched him at all. Frank Frank Jr.'s I believe a freshman at Southern Miss now. So, um, yeah, I haven't watched him at all. <laughs> so I, I can't say anything about his NFL prospects. Like I could easily be like, oh, like he's Frank's son. Like that doesn't mean anything though. Like, well, yeah, I don't think he's played yet. <laughs> yeah, no, he's. We've only seen him in high school. I think last year he was. Uh, I think last year he was a high school senior. So, yeah. Um, he went to Southern Miss. I don't know. We'll see him in three years. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out then. Yeah. Um, Honestly, if he's still at Southern Miss, probably four. We'll see. Um. <laughs> that's very true. Um, let's see. He got offered by Kentucky and chose Southern Miss. Wow. Um, next up is... <laughs> he probably saw that Kentucky made a receiver play quarterback this year. And he's just like, hell no, I'm not, I'm not putting myself there. I'm not about that. Um, which college coach, this is from Ross, uh, <laughs> at Ross Jackson, Nola, which college coaches... Wow, that just sounds weird. What? To just not Ross Jackson, ASC. Well, yeah, well... Uh, it's been a little while, but it just sounds weird. It still, still. sounds weird for you? Yeah. Um, with college coaches... Which college coaches with a good year in 2020 might be the next to leap into an NFL job as a head coach or coordinator? Um, I, I got a dark horse. Someone that I know we both really want to get an NFL job. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure you'll handle it. But I was actually going to go with someone that I've been talking up since 
last year I kind of started and I'm I'm not going to stop here when I say Jim Leonard should be coaching somewhere in the NFL uh or at a big name school like he he should be coaching in the NFL given that he's throwing these these NFL style defenses at college players um I'm all for Jim Leonard getting the call up if Wisconsin has another good year on defense. Uh, all right. Do you know who my my answer is going to be? Willie Fritz. Uh, well, I yeah. That's I mean, who I was thinking you were going to well, say. I was going to say both Willie Fritz and Will Hall, because <laughs> <laughs> I know we we like them both. Will yes. Hall <laughs> is a good offensive coordinator. Um, I, I know he'll be in the NFL one day. He's super young. Uh, is the only thing, uh, which I mean, I think best case scenario for him, Willie Fritz gets a job somewhere in the NFL. Um, Will Hall just steps up, and Will, Will Hall steps up, and then has a couple good years at Tulane, and then follows suit. Willie Fritz is a little bit older, um, but I could still, I could still see him getting a job. I want him to. I, I, we're, I know we're huge fans of both Willie Fritz and Will Hall. Yeah, we're all here for that, uh, for that duo. Yeah, I mean he's he's only sixty, so you could get a, a a lot of good years out of him in the NFL somewhere, um, and he's been at Tulane since twenty sixteen, and they are they've way outperformed where they probably should be, um, and they're just always a fun team to watch. And then, um, which NFL coaches are at risk of being canned with a bad 2020, and why is it Dan Quinn? I don't think, no, is Dan Quinn ever getting fired? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Unless he, like, commits a crime, I don't think he'll ever get fired. Because um, he he should have been by now, so, yeah, unless he commits a crime, I'm not sure if he ever will be fired. Um um, well, Doug Marone was already almost fired. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have been fired. Adam Gase should have been fired. Oh my God, Adam Gase one hundred percent should have been fired. Um, Matt Patricia could be gone. Matt, uh, I feel like Matt Nagy should be on the hot seat, but I don't think he will be. I don't think he will be either, but he absolutely should be. Um, um, Bill O'Brien needs to like get fired. Physically who's removed gonna, from the building. Who's gonna fire him? He's his boss. Uh, Dan. Uh, I mean, Mike Zimmer could be on the hot seat eventually. Sean Payton. <laughs> Sean Payton. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think he'll ever get fired. He, he could go in sixteen this year and not get fired. So. Um. I hope he does. Tank for tank for Trevor, baby. <laughs> um. It should be Dan Quinn should should be fired. Uh, who do you think if you had to put money on the first coach fired this year? Who's Doug Marone? Um, if I have to put money on someone, I'm gonna put it on the head coach who's already almost been fired with a franchise. That's I just thought he was fired. Been through the ringer. See, <laughs> I thought I thought he was fired. Um, I will say someone that. If they have a rough year, I think might get fired, but absolutely should not be. I think Anthony Lynn could get fired if the Chargers have a rough start or have a rough year. Like a, like an entire year, if they have like, if they go four or five wins, I think he could be fired. Yeah, but again, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he should be. Um, not at all. He's one of my favorite coaches in the NFL, so I don't think he should be fired at all. Um, and then who will be the first NFL player to take the 24-7 title from, from Gronk? I have a, the easiest choice of all time. It is George Kittle. See, but how? I just, I mean, I don't... How is George Kittle going to get Gronk in a position to pin him? Um, listen, I don't know. But I'll tell you t- who I thought you were going to say. I thought you were going to say Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan could do it, yeah. Because we know they have to play twice this year. We don't know the schedule. I, I was, I, I, I'll be honest. I wasn't thinking about like it happening on an NFL field. Oh, I'm thinking of it happening on an NFL field. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was thinking Gronk's about it. Gronk's going to get hurt just when he's hurt. Just stay on top of him for a couple seconds. 
That'd be so savage. I mean, I would love to see Cam Jordan do that. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking of like who is going to be associated with the WWE next, and it's definitely going to be George Kittle. Yeah, that's right. I, I was thinking of defenders that will have the opportunity to pin him. Yeah, that's all that. And if if that's true, Cam Jordan won 100. percent I love that. I love that answer very much. Um, and then so our second to last question because we did get another mailbag in midway through. Oh, um, okay, I didn't. I did not see that. So this is gonna be fun. Um, okay. Well, actually, no. We got two from someone. Um, it wasn't on Twitter. It was in my DMs. Oh, okay. Um, so say I've been on my phone sporadically. Uh, and so the last question from Ross is going to be: If you had to be in quarantine with any character from the office, who would you pick and who would you avoid? I know exactly who I think, who I know I would want to be with, and I think it's someone that not many people would consider. Go for it. Because uh, I still, I've been thinking of this since the second I got that notification, and I still don't know. My number one choice would be Daryl Philbin. Um, he is clean. He has great music. He's always chill. He's funny in the office, and he's still play video games with Jim. So you know he's down to to play play some video games. So I, I don't know, he's See, a friendly guy. I think Daryl Philbin all the way. The guy that I was thinking was Jim. Because, like, I mean, I know he's a little messy. Uh, whatever. Deal with that. But I know he plays video games. I know he's funny as hell. Uh, he can also talk sports with both of them. I think Daryl... Yeah, yeah that's also what I think. I was like, sports with Jim? Like, I know he knows sports. Daryl, yeah. I, th- I think Daryl is just Jim, but neater and, I don't know, more chill. Who uh, you know? He, I have, he's I have, Jim, I have, but like cooler. <laughs> I have yeah, he exactly. But uh, I have friends that I love and uh, would, but I would hate to be stuck in quarantine with them. There are like six people that I would not hate being <laughs> stuck in quarantine with. Um. But yeah, I I think I don't know. Me and Jim have a better chance of being friends, but I think I would rather I I would be. 100% happy to be stuck in quarantine with Daryl Philbin. Also, Daryl has better music than Jim. That's fair. But see, also, I was thinking, I have a ba- I have a basketball hoop in my backyard. So it's like, all right, like if I'm stuck in quarantine in my house, and like if I'm hanging out with Jim, like I know he plays basketball and he's decent at it. So like I'll at least me and have, me and, and Daryl can play uh, can play ping pong. Yeah. See, there you go. Um, who would you avoid? so many people there's so many easily the number one person i'm avoiding is angela that but that one's like so easy that one's too obvious yeah because i feel like Um, if she judges pam she would judge me oh she would everything i do i would be just like this scum of the earth um i think oh actually uh, you know who i'd want to be stuck in quarantine with who meredith (laughs) <laughs> you just get trashed every night <laughs> that's, that's what i basically answer. do now that's like, a great that's a great answer. i have a beer pong table at my house i feel like she'd have to be good at it um all right um yeah <laughs> um and so i think who i would want to avoid would be um andy yeah he's i just, get that just, it's <laughs> kind of so like needy. a thing with someone he's <laughs> needy annoying um he would want i don't know i just i just andy's a perfect example of someone i would i would be friends with andy but i would not want to be stuck in quarantine with him yeah i feel it mine that i would avoid honestly i'd probably say pam why Pam? I I like Pam, but like I also she's, don't like she's Pam. The office slut. She tried to sleep with you. <laughs> she's the office mattress. Um, <laughs> Which one's Pam? <laughs> I just I just I don't know. Just Pam does so many things. Where I'm like I don't like she, she kept Jim from chasing his from chasing his dream in Philly. I feel like she is like kind of like the holier like a holier than thou person. 
and I wouldn't want to deal with that while I'm trying to just like have fun on quarantine. Oh, you know who I'd want to be stuck in quarantine with? I mean, I think I'm still Daryl's still my number one choice, but I wouldn't mind Stanley. You'd just be chill. You wouldn't have to talk to him very much. I would hate that. (laughs) I would hate that. I mean, I just, it'd be like I am now. It'd just basically be like I am now. I was thinking that a good one would be like Phyllis, because I feel like she'd be like baking and stuff. (laughs) Kevin would be fun. Kevin would be fun. Um, At this point, let's just go through him. Let's just go through him and see. Creed would be a blast. Because like Daryl has music. And he could play keyboard. Like Creed will be like playing guitar and stuff. Like so, I'm all in there. I'm all in there. Um, who else? Who else is there? Um, definitely not want to be stuck with Jan. No shot. Nor Karen. No. Nor Aaron. Aaron's too dumb for me to hang out with for that long. Definitely not Gabe. No shot. I think um, Toby could be fun one on one. Yeah, I was thinking Toby could be like, or not, I, I'm not gonna say fun, but he's someone that like I don't think I'd hate like if I were stuck having like a conversation with him. Yeah, no. But at the same time, Toby's he one could of my be a little characters. bit. He could be a little bit too boring for me to spend. You that see what, much I, time what with. I think? Like one on one, I feel like he'd be less boring. Because I know people that are pretty boring in like group settings, but one on one are are less boring. Um, oh, actually, the person I have to avoid is Kelly. Oh, oh my God. God. Her yeah, talking about terrible. celebrities at the pace that she would go with just so much information that I wouldn't care about. Oh, no. What about Ryan? You could I have fun with Ryan. He's, yeah, a, he's a dick, but you could have fun. See, I would like to like have fun with him, like play drinking games or whatever, but I feel like he'd take it too far and like try to start doing like hard drugs. And it's like, <laughs> would ah! I'm okay. <laughs> who, who we haven't talked about is Dwight. Yeah, no, I would not want to. Um, no shot. Yeah. The last thing I need is to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna work out. Like I can do this, and then he's just like, yeah, well, I could skin a mule deer in under five minutes or some wild thing like that. I wouldn't mind. Like, right. I wouldn't mind it if his farm had Wi-Fi, but I, I know it doesn't. That's another thing with all of these. It really depends where we are. <laughs> like, if I'm at my house, I feel like I can hang out. I could be stuck in quarantine with most people. Because if they annoy me, like, I'll just lock the door, dude. <laughs> yeah. If it's in the same room, no one. <laughs> yeah. Easily no one from the office. All right. And then so the the person who um, sent in some some questions mid-episode... Uh, you can find him on Twitter at that Bankai Life. Still don't know what it means, uh, but Trevor Finell. And then so the first question he asked: uh, In honor of May the Fourth, name your top three Star Wars characters from movies, books, TVs, games. Um, Brandon, Chewbacca, Obi Wan, and Jabba the Hutt. Those are your <laughs> your top. Those are three people that I know and remember from Star Wars. <laughs> Um. Yeah, that's very, very fair. Or I shouldn't say people, but beings. Um. Yeah. So those your, your those your three. I I'll let you just pick three ep three people. Um. Just because we normally do these draft style. Um. But yeah. I'll but I don't you know. watch but yeah, Star, but you, Wars. You know, Star Wars. <laughs> so number one for me, my my favorite growing up, um, you're not going to know who this is, but it was Captain Rex. Nope. Um, I loved Captain I was hoping Rex. you'd say someone where I could be like, ha, I do know, but nope, no nope. shot. No idea not who Captain Rex is. <laughs> Captain Rex, from the, from the Clone Wars, Captain Rex was uh, always my favorite as a kid. Um, and even now. Captain Rex is awesome. Um, other one, you're also not going to know who this is. Asuka, Asuka Tana. Do you mm-hmm. know Asuka mm-hmm. Tana. Right. I know you wouldn't know who those two are. At this point, you could not be saying Star Wars characters. And I would just like take you for your word. 
<laughs> I was now I was trying to think of uh, <laughs> of a name I could I could use. This guy that I love, uh, Jim Halpert. Yeah, he, huge Star Wars, huge. <laughs> um, yeah, Captain Picard is probably my third. All right, that's enough. <laughs> I know that Star Trek. <laughs> Um, but my number one is definitely Han Solo. I love Han Solo. I, I don't watch this stuff. I'm not a dumbass, Dylan. I'm not a loser. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So then the next one is one we'll end on, and I know that you will actually be able to contribute to, hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Um, he said, top three non-Power 5 conference teams that will draw lots of attention for the 2020 season. And Brandon, I'll let you have the first pick. Okay. Um, because I, I feel like you might want to take them. So I'm going to be very just spiteful and not a great person. Um, I'm going to go Middle Tennessee State, just so you can't talk about Reed Blankenship. They weren't going to be my first pick, so... There you that's, go. that's fine. Yeah. I, I don't care when you were going to pick them. I just want to know that you can't. Well, that was rude of you. <laughs> I'm in this to be a horrible person. <laughs> um, my number one, North Carolina. I just like Sam Howell a whole lot. Didn't he say non-Power 5? Oh, yeah, duh. I'm dumb. <laughs> um, I always forget that they're, you know. <laughs> that they're supposed to be a really good team. Yeah. Um, yeah, North Carolina just seems like a group of five team. Do they not? Yeah, no, that's totally fair. Um, <laughs> Most of the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, sh- free shout out for North Carolina. <laughs> I'm just, you know, I mean, ACC is basically, <laughs> it's basically. <laughs> it's Clemson and then the group of five. <laughs> a bunch of group of five teams. Um, all right, so my number one then will probably be. App State, easy. I like their team a lot. I like their coach. I like their quarterback, Zach Thomas. I like his wide receivers. So, I don't know. I think they're going to be up up towards the top, as always. Yeah, um... This isn't a team that, like, I love or anything like that, but if we're talking about a team that's going to make some noise... I feel like it's a solid bet to go with just one of the uh one of like the military schools, I guess. So I'll take Air Force again. Uh solid year last year. They could probably do the same thing again. It's always kind of just like a f- a coin toss at this point, but uh there's always one of the military academies that just that actually plays well and has a solid season, so I'll I'll take Air Force for this year. Um Okay. Um I'm gonna go with I think the best team is probably gonna end up being Memphis. Uh they get Demonte Coxie, uh, and Brady White back, um and uh Kenneth Gainwell uh is back as well. And uh yeah. That's a they're they're gonna be a pretty good team. Yeah, I was thinking about Memphis. Um, I mean, I, I was thinking about like just like Houston. Um, because I was just like, oh, like, what's a great? T-? And then I realized when they lost De'Ara King, <laughs> they lost De'Ara King. I lost interest. Um, <laughs> it's just, yeah, they're just not nearly as interesting. Um, he said non. Power five, or did he specify group of five? Because he DM'd you instead of just tweeting he said it. Said so. non-power five. Okay, then I'm putting North Dakota State because Trey Lance is going to make noise, of course. Yeah, um, so he's team. going to draw all that attention to him. Um, I have a couple teams that I know that I want to choose. Hmm. Let's see. I'll go with SMU. Um. We were, you know, we were fans of James Prochet, and Reggie Robertson Jr. is better than him. Um, Shane Bichelle 
you know, he has turned it on a lot. We made good. We made him good. He he, he can thank us because we went in on him because he was having a bad season, and the n- game after, he went off <laughs> <laughs> and has been good ever since. Um, yeah, uh, Sunny Dykes and SMU going to make a ton of noise. Um, my next team that I'm picking, I'm going to pick the Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, I know that I've talked everybody's ear off with Josiah DeGuara love, but, uh, I, Luke Fickle's back, uh, coaching the team this year. Uh, Desmond Riddler is an underrated name at quarterback. Um, Garrett Dokes, who he would have put up obviously much better numbers if he wasn't behind Michael Warren the second. Uh, they've got enough guys where they'll be able to not only compete but win some uh, some solid games. They'll Desmond, be bowl bound Desmond again. Ritter's good. Yeah, they'll be uh, they'll be bowl bound this year again. Um, another team that had a good year last year. They lost a lot of talent. Um, I say they had a good year. They had the best year in the team of in the history of the school. Uh, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Shout out to them. They of course <laughs> they lost uh, their offensive line, uh, which was very good. Um, but they still have uh, their quarterback, running backs. Um, but the biggest thing is that they kept Ron Roberts uh, was their defensive coordinator. I don't know if you know this, but um, in one year he brought them from being uh, I think it was in the it was definitely in the hundreds of of like scoring defense to top 20 um yeah that's that's pretty damn good that's a pretty good turnaround so i think that they're still gonna be pretty good um then i'll be taking i i kind of hate them but like (laughs) i'm i'm going with them anyway um central florida they're consistently one of the best group of five teams uh, Dylan Gabriel was a freshman last year. Quarterback is going to be much improved this coming season. They've got Richie Grant in the secondary, who I've loved since last year. Um, Otis Anderson is just a monster. Greg McRae in the backfield with him. I think that UCF's going to just keep doing UCF things at this point. Um, and then so my last team, the last team, uh, is going to be the Boise State Broncos. Uh, they lost a lot of talent, but they are s- still super young uh, with Hank Bachmeyer and George Holani in the backfield. Um, I like Hank Bachmeyer a lot. Um, so I'm excited to watch him again, and they could be good. And so, yeah, that about does it. Thank you all for listening. Um, it was fun to just, you know, like sit, ba- sit back and talk about some fun things. Um, and, you know, just relax like we haven't been able to do in a while on this episode on this podcast (laughs) um so i know we are going to be spending the rest of the night and the next probably well next couple days for me doing schoolwork um because it's the end of the semester and then uh i'll be going to a new college next year Hmm. what college is that uh i don't know if i've ever talked about them on here if anyone would know uh it's the uh the louisiana state university tigers who the hell is that? I don't know. Like I said, you probably they don't have any sports teams, so you probably have never heard of them. Oh, then that makes sense. Yeah, um, they don't have like any sports college, teams, like even though I re- even though I referred to them as the Louisiana State University Tigers. Well, they still have a. Know, like, you usually bring up a mascot when they have a team, though. <laughs> yeah, but my 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 current college doesn't. I mean, I guess they have a. <laughs> they have. They don't have like a football team, but they they still have a mascot. It's the Bears. Mine's the Bearcats. Wow, Ooh, you got you got a whole another word. <laughs> you got a whole four letters. Do you, do you get a Cincinnati? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, second favorite college in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's your first? Miami of Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> BG. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gross. I'm sitting uh, I, I that, almost, I'm sitting I almost to, puked. I'm sitting that to everybody. Oh, man. 
just God, this God. just in Brandon is a fan of Bowling Green. Yeah. Go green. I actually, no. Ew, I don't, I don't, what? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> know. Go green. I don't know what We're they're... environmentally friendly with our orange and brown school <laughs> colors. I don't I, I don't know what the, their motto is. Do they have one? Are they good enough to have a motto? <laughs> B-G-S-U-C-K-S. Uh-huh. That's it. That, that's a weird one for them to choose. Um, <laughs> they don't get to make choices. <laughs> well, they obviously made at least one bad one going to uh, going to BGSU. I mean, yeah, but uh, they also Toledo students also go to BGSTD. So, oh, <laughs> well, they have a lot of uh, they have a lot of options. Yeah. Um, do you think they're going to finish with a better record than Toledo this year? No. What are the, what are the chances? 20%, 20 chance. 20% chance. Why is yeah. that? Do I, it's, give, us, give us the rundown on Toledo 20. And thank you for listening to the whole, <laughs> to the whole nine. There was no cut there. I was just. I did a, no, did there a, wasn't. Did he he just started cut. talking and then I just decided, mid- you know what? <laughs> Let me not. <laughs> did, just a, did a mid sentence cut. Um, thanks for listening to the whole nine sports podcast. I'm your host, as always, Dylan Sand. I'm doing the intro now. <laughs> <laughs> you Welcome, can- back. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. You can find me on Twitter at Dilly Sanders. You can find Brandon on Twitter at DevinS underscore Brandon. You can find Whole Nine Sports on Twitter at Whole Nine Sports. And uh, yeah, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, we have no idea what we're going to be talking about for the next couple months, or when the next episode's coming. Or the, when out. the next episode's coming out. Or we're, we're just like we're going with the flow here. So um, hopefully we get some people to come on the podcast and have some interviews because <laughs> that's the easiest so. content to make because <laughs> um, we don't gotta think about it and uh yeah thanks for listening bye i get my way get out my way